A lot of people would think I'm a bad person. So to alleviate that situation, uh, I have to confess to my sins. Uh, that's why I've been reading Confessions of St. Augustine, so I can... Uh, so I can learn how to confess and how to clean up my act <laughs> by confessing in meekness instead of boldness do, and do this podcast in meekness. <laughs> Not so brazen. Yeah. Yeah, don't be so brazen when you do it. Okay. So we continue in book 13, uh, 21.31. But... What is it? But your word, God, is the fountain of eternal life, and shall not pass. Uh, therefore, in your word, the departure of the soul is prevented when you, we are told, Be not conformed to this world, so that the earth will bring forth a living soul in the fountain of life, a soul made content, continent. In your word, through the ministrations of your evangelist, by imitating those who imitate your Christ. Hmm. Okay. Does that make any sense? <laughs> well, he's reading from the Bible, so... Let's see. Hmm. That's not the ministration. Hmm. That's not the ministrations. <laughs> Why is these things on? Huh. Matthew twenty four thirty five. Heaven and earth shall pass, but my word shall not pass. Joy Rames Bible. Romans twelve two. Apostle Paul in Corinthians one eleven one. Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. The King James Bible. Okay. So we're gonna imitate Paul. I guess he says to do hmm. imitate in this podcast for imitating Apostle Paul. Okay. This is what each according to their kind means since a man will emulate his friend. What is it, Amor? Okay. ¿Qué es ayuno? ¿Qué ayuno? What do I want? Kiara's a judo? Well, what do we usually have for breakfast? <laughs> Mushroom, champ, champions, chocolate. We have uh, we have yogurt, uh, coconut yogurt. Uh. What, what do we make? What do we have? We have everything. Mm. Oh. What do I want for breakfast? Mm. Mm. Yeah, rapist empanada. Sí, oh, you have empanadas from Ahí my quedo. last night? Ahí quedo. Mas empanadas? Yeah. Yeah. But it's mucho empanadas. No, no es mucho. It's oh, no. maíz. Okay, the same. Uh, Masa empanadas is fine. Okay. And chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, those are fine. What did we get? Yeah, What do we have? We have mushrooms. We have... Oh. Okay. Whatever you think here. I'm not deciding about breakfast. 
in my meekness, I don't decide. Uh-huh. If you're a meek man, you let your wife decide what you're eating. Uh-huh. And we're going to imitate Paul instead of obsessing over the food. <laughs> okay. This is what... This is what each according to their kind means, since a man will emulate his friend. Be as I am, he, the Apostle Paul says, because I also am as you. Does that make any sense? He is the same as me. He's the same as me. He's the same? Yeah, I'm the same, or he's the same as me. Genesis one twenty one, the Apostle Paul in Galatians four twelve, be be as I am, because I also am as you. Doi rhymes Bible. Yeah, he's saying we're essentially similar in construction. So you have the same abilities he has for transcendental meditation. <laughs> Thus, in the living soul, the beast will have become good through the meekness of their manner. For you commanded, do your works in meekness, and you will be loved by all men. The cattle will be good in the living soul. If they eat, they will not abound. If they do not eat, they will not lack. And there will be good serpents, not pernicious in their harmfulness, but wise in their heat. Only in exploring temporal nature to the extent that eternity can be clearly seen, being understood through the things that are made. These allegorical beasts in the living soul obey reason. When they are prevented from their deadly ways, they live and are good. All right, so the um, allegorical beast within me will obey reason provided I do two and a half hours of meditation. And are able to contain and control the wandering pranic forces and uh, my sensory ple- sensory sensory occurrence. You will, will control those beasts of your sensory occurrence. Yeah, if I meditate a lot, <laughs> you can't control them. Yeah, I suppose. Is that what he means? Yeah, that's what he means. Uh. Sarach 319 My son, do thy good works in meekness And thou shalt be beloved above the glory of men Toyrim's Bible Matthew ten twelve sixteen. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and simple as doves Toyrim's Bible Romans one twenty. For the invisible things of him From the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made. Okay. Okay. Twenty-two, thirty-two. For behold, Lord our God, our Creator, when our affections were prevented from loving the world through which we were dying by evil living, we began to be a living soul through good living. I was dying when I was in evil living, and I'm living better when I'm in good living. Thus was fulfilled by your word, which you spoke through your Apostle Paul, saying, Be not conformed to this world. 
He's saying don't um, watch too much TV or look too much at internet postings. Be not conformed to this world. He's saying maybe uh, place your third eye at a higher priority than your iPhone. Okay. Be not conformed to this world. And then there follows what they immediately added saying. But be reformed in the newness of your mind. Though this is not each according to their kind. As though we could be reformed by imitating our neighbor who went before. Nor as living under the authority of a better man. For you did not say, let man be made according to his kind. But you said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness so that we might prove that your will is. Hmm. Yeah, I can prove um, that his will is by reading this book. <laughs> How can you prove it? Uh, I can prove it. So, by my, my apparent... Uh, Confidence. How do you become confident in this stuff? <laughs> Romans 12.2 And be not conformed to this world, but be reformed in the newness of your mind, that you may prove what is good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. I like that perfect will of God. Genesis one twenty one, Genesis one twenty six, Romans 12.2 and be not conformed to this world, but be reformed in the newness of your mind that you may prove what is good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. <clears throat> All right. It is for this reason that your steward, who begat children through the gospel, so that he would not forever have them as babes, whom he must feed with milk and cherish as a nurse, exclaim, Be reformed in the newness of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to have the perfect will of God in effect in this podcast. Apostle Paul in Corinthians four, fifteen. For though you might have been have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. New King James Bible, Corinthians 1, 3, 1. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk. New King James Bible. <laughs> huh. Thessalonians 2.7 But we became little ones in the midst of you, as if a nurse would cherish her children. Dolly Rams Bible. <laughs> Romans 12.2 <laughs> That is why you did not say it. Let man be made. But let us make man. Nor did you say according to his kind, but in our image according to our likeness. For someone... Who is renewed in his comprehension and beholds and understands your truth does not need a human guide in order to imitate his kind, but through your guidance proves what is your good, acceptable, and perfect will. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh -huh. 
Now that he is capable, you teach him to see the Trinity of the Unity and the Unity of the Trinity. That is why it is said in the Pearl, at us make man, after which is then had in the sink or so God made created man. Though also said in the pearl is in our image, after which is added in the singular, in the image of God. This man is renewed in the knowledge of God, according to the image of him who created him. And having been made a spiritual man, he judges all things that are to be judged, but he himself is judged by no man. Hmm. <sighs> Genesis one twenty six, Colossians 3.10, the new man who is renewed in the knowledge, according to the image of him who created him, New King James Bible. What is it? Too much noise? Quiet? All right. I'm quiet. Hmm. All right. I'm almost finished. Finished. Finito. <laughs> All right. Genesis one twenty six. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the sea, fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over oh, every creeping creature, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Since he is judging me all the time, I can't just be idle. Like if it's raining outside or something, I have to continue the podcast. <laughs> 23.33, but he judges all things, means the following. That man has dominion over this fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over all the cattle and wild beasts and the whole earth and every creeping creature that creeps upon the earth. <laughs> Spiritual man judges through the capacity of his mind to understand by which he comprehends the things of the Spirit of God. For otherwise man despises position of honor will not understand and will be compared to the senseless cattle and will have become like them. Yeah, if you're not spiritual, you're, you're really kind of like the senseless cattle. You could be considered just cattle. In fact, they use the word shadow means to get married, huh? It's like selling cattle <laughs> to get married. Is shuttle so. is cattle. Hmm. Hmm. You would be like a person who got married if you were like cattle. Uh huh. Corinthians 2, 15. But the spiritual man judges all things, and he himself is judged of no man. Genesis 1, 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Corinthians 1, 2, 14. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. <laughs> hmm. Psalms 48, 13. And man, being in honor, understands not. He is compared to the senseless cattle and is like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, if you... Engage in chattel. 
a chateau. You are a senseless cattle. Therefore, our God, in your church, according to your grace, which you have bestowed upon it, for we are your worksmanship, created in good things and in good, good works. In your church, there are not only spiritual leaders, but also those who are spiritually subject to the ministers who lead. In your spiritual grace, you created man, male and female, for in the sex of the body. There is neither male nor female, just as there is neither Jew nor Greek, nor slave nor free. Yeah, there's no real difference. <laughs> Ephesians 2 for 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus, Christ Jesus in good works, which God hath prepared that we shall walk in them. Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female, who created them. Galatians 3.28, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. We're all one. So get it straight. We're all one. So stick to that and don't waver. <laughs> Spiritual people, whether those who lead or those who obey, judge spiritually, not judging the, the spiritual knowledge that shines in the firmament, for it does not behove them to judge so supreme an authority, nor your book, even if some things in it might remain obscure, for we submit to it our capacity to understand and remain certain that even what is closed to our sight is spoken rightly and in truth. <laughs> Corinthians 2.15 But the spiritual man judges all things and he himself is judged of no man. So if I'm a spiritual man you really can't judge me. <laughs> so don't try it. <laughs> Thus man, though now spiritual and renewed in the knowledge of God after the image of him who created him should be a doer of the law, not a judge. Yeah, do the stuff instead of judging others. Corinthians 3.10 The new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. James 4.11 But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. Yeah, it's below being a doer is superior to being a judge. Nor must man judge and distinguish between spiritual and carnal man, who are known to your eyes are God, and who have not yet been revealed to us by their works, so that we might know them through the fruits of their works. But you, Lord, know them and have already set them apart and called them in secret before the firmament was made. Nor does man, though he is spiritual, judge the confused people of this world. Or what has he to do with judging those who are outside? <laughs> when he does not know which of them will be entering the sweetness of your grace, which of them will continue in the perpetual bitterness of impiety. <laughs> what, honey? <laughs> you want to have go more lunchy soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
We're going to have lunch. Corinthians 5.12. For what have I to do with judging those also who are outside? Mira. You don't like it? I'm breaking for lunch because... Because uh, I'm not here to judge people, so I'm not going to bother. I only say that you were very, very uh, rapido. Only seis minutos. You're very rapido. You're very effective. You were through in six minutes. (laughs) Seis minutos? No sé. She's not. She is very pious, in, and uh, she's not in the perpetual bitterness of piety. Uh, she makes lunch as well as take a shower quickly. Uh, so, well, I don't know what I read, but I did read some more. <laughs> when God created man, He didn't grant him dominion over all the planes of consciousness. And, all the five planes, though maybe he was there. Were we actually in such kind? <laughs> well, maybe we were over, <clears throat> had it available to us, till we were uh, sort of sent down. <laughs> yeah, he did grant, he's wrong. He granted us dominion over the lights of heaven. <laughs> But then we were expelled uh, from the Garden of Eden. Well, I don't know. We're going to continue to read Augustine and see what what's going on here. Man, therefore, whom you have created in your own image was not granted dominion over the lights of heaven, nor over the hidden heaven itself, nor over the day and the night that you called into existence before the founding of heaven nor over the gatherings of the water, which is the sea. Man was granted dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over cattle, and the whole earth, and every creeping creature that... I'm sorry. (laughs) That creeps upon the earth. (laughs) I think it woke you up. (laughs) She doesn't like it. I woke you up. I would say the cosmological model for what happened is in uh, the Anurag Sagar by Kabir. This one book is called The Ocean of uh, Bliss or something. But uh, it tells about how um, this negative power, uh, they had these souls and and then they were distributed into uh, some lower kingdom with Kalnarinjin. <laughs> and he wanted to have his own empire. <laughs> so it was seeded with souls from uh, the higher planes. Um, that's how we got stuck here. So this whole thing is about getting out, stuck out of the mud. <laughs> Man is a soul stuck in a physical body. It's like getting out of the mud. But I'll continue here what Augustine says, Man, therefore, whom you have created in your own image is not granted dominion over the lights of heaven nor over the hidden heaven itself, 
nor over the day and the night that you called into existence before the founding of heaven, nor over the gathering of the waters, which is the sea. Man was granted dominion over the fish of the sea. That's what I mean by stuck in the mood. There it is. It's getting stuck. It's trying to get out. Are you cooking? Yeah. You're a chef, huh? Yeah. We have two cooks today, so this is very professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and we're not cooking birds or fish. Fish of the sea, or we could cook fish and birds or cattle, but we're not gonna. Fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over all cattle and the whole earth, and every creeping creature that creeps upon the earth. Well, we're not going to cook them, though we now have dominion. You're not going to? We're not, we're not cooking them. We're just having juice. Genesis 1.26. Man judges favoring what he finds to be right and condemning what he finds to be wrong. So we're trying to figure out what is right and what is wrong in this podcast and in all the other podcasts. So, that's, that's not, I don't know if that's the purpose because I'm not the judge. Man judges favoring what he finds to be right and condemning what he finds to be wrong. He judges the solemn rites of the sacraments by which those are initiated whom your mercy seeks out in many waters and judges. The solemn rite in which the fish is offered that is raised out of the deep and of which the devout earth partakes. Uh -huh. yeah. He judges the preaching uh, and the symbols within the words spoken under the authority of your book, which are like birds and flying, flying beneath the firmament, explaining, expounding, discoursing, explicating, praising, and appealing to you, bursting forth from the mouth as vocal symbols so that the people may answer, Amen. Well, as this podcast is just a bunch of vocal symbols that are being burst forth into a podcast and streamed online, then the appropriate thing for people to answer is, Amen. <laughs> is it the right way for response? I suppose. That would be the right response. Okay. So I will continue. Like I was saying, I said, Your mercy. Ah. This is a long sentence. Man judges form favoring what he finds right to be right and condemning what he finds to be wrong. He judges the solemn rites of the sacraments by which there are those are initiated whom your mercy takes out of many waters and judges the solemn rite in which the fish is offered that is raised out of the deep and of which the devout earth partakes. He judges the preaching and the symbols within the words spoken under the authority of your book. 
that are like birds flying beneath the firmament. Explaining, expounding, discussing, explicating, praising, and appealing you, bursting forth from the mouth as vocal symbols so that the people may answer Amen. Yeah, these words spoken are sort of like the birds flying beneath the firmament. So these words, this podcast is a bit like birds flying beneath the firmament, where I explain and discourse uh, vocal symbols in this podcast. The reason for all these words having to be pronounced physically is the abyss of this world and the blindness of the flesh that cannot see thoughts, so that the words must resound in the ears. That's why I'm explaining why if you are, if I was an advanced mystic or meditator, why am I reading a book? Or why am I doing a podcast? The reason for all these words having to be pronounced physically is the abyss of this world and the blindness of the flesh that cannot see thoughts so that the words must resound in the ears. That is the whole reason. Is that the reason why you do a podcast? (laughs) That is the reason for both my poetry and my podcast. Well, is there a reason anyways and who defines the reason? The reason for all these words having to be pronounced physically is the abyss of this world and the blindness of the flesh that cannot see thoughts. So that the words must resound in the ears. If you can't see my thoughts, then the words must resound in your ears. Hence, through though the birds were multiplied upon the earth, they had their origins in the waters. The birds started as fish, as you also did. <laughs> we and the birds are have the same thing in common as both being fish. Genesis one twenty. God also said, "Let the waters bring forth the creeping creature, having life, and the fowl that men may fly over the earth under the firmament of heaven." So that's why we're flying now. The spiritual man also judges, favoring what is right and condemning what he finds to be wrong in the works and deeds of the faithful who give alms just as the earth brings forth fruit. He also judges the living soul, its impulse tamed by chastity, fasting and pious meditations on the things perceived by the senses of the body. Yeah, so... That's what the spiritual man does. He tames his impulses by chastity, fasting, and pious meditation. So, the spiritual man also judges. Favoring what is right and condemning what he finds to be wrong in the works and deeds of the faithful who give alms, just as the earth brings forth fruit, he also judges the living soul. Its impulse tamed by chastity, fasting, and pious meditations on the things perceived by the senses of the body. All of all this man is now said to judge that over which he also has power to set things right. So we are going to use our power to set things right by taming our impulses through chastity, fasting, and pious meditations. (laughs) That's what it's all about.
then do it. Okay, okay, okay. I I put um I which is not at all like what happened to me when I got stuck in the street. See, I kept climbing up, thinking that the higher you get in the tree, the longer the branches get, and eventually I'll I I'll find a branch long enough. To get me back down makes me sad. Chapter four: The Pussycat. Ali Miss. Well, old chum, it's a beautiful day here inside the living room, and I, I think of no better way to. Celebrate the arrival of this new kid. Then, by one second, hold. That's not a kitty. It's a cat. The pussy cat element. Conduct condition simply couldn't could not be better for this game. S point K point S. This carpet was vacuumed just two days ago. These games are always an exciting time when all of the kitties of the neighborhood can set aside their differences and sleep together on their parents of her much. Their play. I have to excuse this old feline if I get just a little show of doing the thing. I understand point S, point K, point I really do. The, the, and shelters are inspiring the room. And what a colorful group. I know I say this every time. I'm just going to say it. Okay, but this is always my favorite part of this year. Here comes Big Kitty. You can tell that she's been training. The trained kitty looks eager to complete through dancing the both of them. Pretty Kitty is looking as lovely as her And just behind her, Stinky Kitty is looking as filthy as ever at here comes Shatsy Kitty trying to be out of concentration as usual. And here comes our host Kitty. Well, I don't, I don't know if I ever seen such a list of determination on it. I'm telling this could mean trouble. Meow meow.
And following first is a new city. What do you think we can expect from this newcomer? Hard to say. I think she's a blocker. Going so get her with a will to win. That much is for this first event. It's always a crowd leaves it. This will be exciting for the force. Evan, it was almost a crowd. Later, it's just there. I wanted to set things right. So I started taming my impulses by chastity, fasting, and pious meditations on the things perceived by the senses of the body. Um, the spiritual man, to reiterate, the reason for all these words having to be pronounced physically is the abyss of the west of this world and the blindness of the flesh that cannot see thoughts so that the words must resound in the air. So, once through, though the birds were multiplied upon the earth, they had the origins in the waters. The spiritual man also judges favoring what is right and condemning what he finds to be wrong in the works and deeds of the faithful who give alms just as the earth brings forth fruit. He also judges the living soul. Its impulse is tamed by chastity, fasting, and pious meditations. On the things perceived by the senses of the body, of all this man is now said to judge over that which he also has power to set things right. So, I'm trying to set things right, so that's why I'm reading. Twenty-four thirty-five. But what is the line that follows, and what is its mystery? You bless mankind, Lord, but that it may be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Is there not something that you want to give us to understand? Hmm. You would think if he wanted us to just multiply... Does he want us to understand something or just be a bunch of animals uh, run around uh, and multiply? Uh, hmm. Genesis one twenty eight. Hmm. Is there something you want? To give us to understand why did you not also bless the light that you called day, nor the firmament of heavens, nor the lights, nor the stars, nor the earth, nor the sea. I would have said that you, O God, who can created us in your own image, I would have said that you had willed to bestow this blessing on mankind alone, if you had not blessed in the same manner the fish and the whales, that they should be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters of the sea, and that the birds should multiply on the earth. 
Genesis 1.22, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas. Let birds multiply on the earth. Hmm. I would also have said that this blessing was bestowed on, was bestowed only on the species propagated from their own kind if I had found the blessing bestowed upon trees and thickets and beasts of the earth. Besides being fruitful and multiplying, just multiplying, is there something that you want to give us to understand? Are we supposed to do something, understand something? Is there not something that you want to give us to understand? Hmm. We think that besides just being fruitful and multiplying, that he may want us to do something besides just multiplying. So that's why I'm reading this to see what that is. Am I supposed to do something besides multiply with my life? What's the purpose of life? And what's the purpose of this podcast? Should I, before I do the podcast, uh, should I be taming my impulses by chastity, fasting, and pious meditation? I, so I can then use the power to set things right uh, in my own life. <laughs> so I did meditate, so I should have some power to, to bring about change <laughs> instead of just multiplying. Hmm. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah, you could meditate three times a day instead of let's do it more before every meal. Uh-huh. Would that give you more of the uh, the power to set things right? Yeah, it might actually. Uh-huh. Hmm. So he's gonna do that. What you cooking, honey? A rapa or no? A the the junior? The, the suna. Arepa? Or tortilla? Or we have this question every day. I like un, un dias arepa, next dias tortilla, and then arepa, tortilla, arepa, tortilla. I Arepa. Or tortilla. One day. So, we don't know uh, if he set the things right. Because the purpose of life is more than to eat a rapa or tatia and multiply. There must be something he wants me to do. It's strange that you think that God wants me to meditate. That's the message you get. If the master is a manifestation of the of God, and he asks you to.
be chest, fast, and meditate and do pious meditations. God wants us to meditate. Or he he may want his devotion. Devotion to God. So why does he the same time say multiply, then he says sit still in silent meditation? How I don't understand. What? Curious Poco. Yeah, I like a Poco. You know, you know how I am. No. Poco, see, si. me gusta, me gusta Poco. So the purpose of my life is to like things in a little bit, a little bit of stuff. So to set things right, I say I want some, a little bit of something. So. Poco, a little bit. Um, just not having mucho, not having a lot, is setting things right. Uh-huh. At least in diet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Twenty-four, thirty-six. What then shall I say, my light, O oh, truth, that these are empty words without meaning? Then why do you say empty words without meaning? When you talk about arepas and tortillas. Because uh, there's too many priests out there that are too serious. They turn people off and it's not meaningful. That these are empty words without meaning. This they are not, Father of Piety. Far be it from a minister of your word to say such a thing. And if I do not understand what you mean by your words, let those who are better than I make better use of them. So, if you don't like my podcast, you could go find somebody else who makes better use of the words. Or just get the book and read it yourself. You don't have to listen to me. Get some motivation and set things right in your life by getting the book and reading it yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. Make better use of them. That is, those with more expertise than I, according to the extent of knowledge you have granted to each. Yeah, you could go to um, uh, more mass, uh, more enlightened people than me, and ask them to initiate you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. With more expertise than I, according to the extent of knowledge you. You have granted to each, but let my confession also be pleasing before your countenance. For I avow that I believe, Lord, that you did not speak these words needlessly, nor will I be silent on what this lesson suggests to me. Mm-hmm. So this podcast is not needless, so. It's pleasing before his countenance, for I about that I believe, Lord, that you do did not speak these words needlessly. I did not speak. What's hmm? basura? You have bas mas basura? Oh, don't worry about. 
Why do you worry about a little bit of basura, a little garbage? Huh? Huh? Mm, very, very, very nice frijoles. Mm, I like them. This poquito. Pequeña, poco. Poco. Poco beans. <laughs> so we're talking about the poco, a small amount of beans. That's what this podcast is, just a small amount of beans. <laughs> so I confess to the fact that I'm allowing myself to multiply by eating beans. <laughs> Nor will I be silent on what this lesson suggests to me. So I will go ahead and speak about what this lesson suggests to me. That's why I, I carry on and talk about what I think. <laughs> Nor will I be silent on what this lesson suggests to me. <laughs> It is true, nor do I see what should hinder me from understanding in the following manner these figurative words of your book. For I know that something can be expressed by the body in many ways that is understood in only one way by the mind, and that something can be understood in many ways by the mind that is expressed in only one way by the body. Behold how the simple love of God... And our neighbor is expressed in corporeal ways in such manifold sacraments and innumerable languages, and in each language is innumerable ways. This is how the offspring of the waters are fruitful and multiply. Reconsider these words, my reader. Behold what the scripture presents in only one way, the voice resounding. Quote, in the beginning God created heaven and earth. This is not understood in many different ways and not through deceitful errors, but by a number of possible interpretations. Thus man's offspring is fruitful and multiplies. Huh. So this podcast, if it's uh, distributed, it may be fruitful and modify, mod- multiply <laughs> on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Genesis 1-1. <laughs> wow. 1-1. If, therefore, we consider the natures of these things literally and not allegorically, then the words be fruitful and multiply, multiply, apply to all things that are propagated by seed. But if we approach the words as broken figuratively, there we go, which I feel to be the intention of the scripture, since surely it would not have needlessly bestowed this benediction on the offspring of fish and man alone, then we find a multitude of spiritual as well as corporeal creatures to be represented by heaven and earth, and we find just and unjust represented by light and darkness. We find the holy authors through whom the laws have been ministered, represented by the firmament that has been established between the waters and the waters. Established between the waters and the waters, <laughs> and the society of people made bitter, represented by the sea, we find the zeal of pious souls. We find the zeal of pious souls represented by the dry land and works of mercy within this present life, represented by the plants bearing seed and the trees bearing fruit. 
we find the spiritual gifts given to each for the profit of all, represented by the lights of heaven and passions curbed by temperance, represented by the living soul. All right. <laughs> so he's saying it might be more sophisticated to take it as being symbolic. Okay. Mm. Uh. So I would like to get onto dry land to be so I could be a, have the seal of a pious soul. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I, you have the seal of a pious soul in this reading. Uh Genesis one twenty two and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill this waters in the seas and let the birds multiply in the air. Genesis one one. In which Augustine discusses various possible interpretations of the first line of the book of Genesis, Genesis one seven. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and so it was so and it was so. Why is he trying to explain Genesis? God. Uh, I don't know. What's that got to do with confessions? Why don't he just confess and try to figure out what happened? He should confess to the fact that he obsessed over Genesis 1. Okay. In all these things we find multitudes of fruitfulness and increase, but that something will grow and multiply in such a way that it can be expressed in many ways, and a single expression be understood in many ways. We find only in signs and are corporeally expressed and in things conceived through the intellect. The signs put forth corporeally are generated in the waters and caused inevitably by the depths of the flesh. All things devised through the intellect by human generations are caused by the fruitfulness of reason. Therefore, we believe that you said to these two kinds, be fruitful and multiply. For in this blessing, as I understood it, you have granted us the faculty and power to express in many ways that we understand in a single way but also to understand in many ways that which we read and which is expressed obscurely but in a single way. Thus the waters of the sea are filled, swelling only on account of manifold meanings. Thus the earth is filled by human generations, the earth's dryness manifested in man's seal, and his dominion manifested in reason. Okay. Seal. Huh. Is that the bottom line? Man's zeal. We're supposed to have zeal. 